Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah! It is. We are closing out the week, babies, and what a and what a way to close it out. Uh, Alex Berenson, who was officially. Uh, not, uh, well, uh, banned from, uh, suspended from Twitter, so to speak. You know, he has been the the guy who has been uh, uh, the, spreading the true information about uh, coronavirus and, and the vaccinations. Uh, it, 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 I say in in uh, parentheses, quote, quotations, uh, uh, he, he has been shut down. He has been banned uh, at least uh, for the next uh, 12 or 24 hours, I think it is, on Twitter. And he tweeted today, I want to start the show with this. He tweeted today and five hours ago before uh, he was taken down from Twitter. He said, yeah, son, I'm old enough to remember the day the White House proudly announced it was suppressing free speech. It was July 15, 2021. But they did let us have Independence Day that year. So that was fun. Yeah, we got to open the show tonight with a real serious talk as we're seeing Cubans and we've been talking about this past couple of days. We've seen Cubans down there carrying the American flag, videos that have been managing to get leaked out, even though the citizens are banned and, and don't have access to the Internet. At the same time that we see them fighting for their freedoms down there, we've seen the White House double down against our freedoms here on free speech. I find that an interesting contrast, right? The Democrats are flat out communist. Their goal is to be doing to us with speech. What's what's happening down in Cuba? Because that's the ultimate way to gain control. You know, how, how many times have I argued on here? What's more important, debated? What's more important, the First Amendment rights or Second Amendment? It's really First Amendment rights. Because really, when you can control communication, when you can control the message to that's going out to the citizens. I mean, of course, we have an advantage over Cubans, the fact that we have so many Americans with weapons out there. But ultimately, you win the war through the minds. The battlefield is really in the minds, right? And that's and the way to control the minds is by controlling content, controlling their ability to communicate with each other, controlling what they're able to see and what they're able to say. And we see, we see they're all Che Guevara now, right? All the Democrats are communist and they're all Che Guevara because something else that we saw on the same day that we're seeing the White House doubling down on the attempt to suppress us, to officially to officially turn us from being off the cliff into Cuba into being Cuba. We saw a video coming out today of a, a critical race theory huckster wishing us all dead. Saying, let them all die, saying anybody who doesn't go along with CRT, let them all die. What does that mean, let them all die? When you have a movement in this country that celebrates and paints on murals, cop killers, those are the same people that can't wait to celebrate you dying for their cause. And that's the Democrat Party today. Because the playbook for them with the suppression of speech and wishing us dead is the same playbook of Marxists and communists that have left 100 million people dead in their wake we're going to we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what the White House is doing and how they're attempting to to shut down social media platforms. We're going to talk about that in, in a few more moments. Uh, then after the break, it's Friday. So we got to bring in uh, Bob Walters to talk about uh, the other area in which they're controlling minds. And that's in our schools. And then we're going to round out with here of the week and stink of the week. So, of course, I got to bring in my man, uh, DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman yesterday. 
I met in this very room with DJ DJ really is the ultimate irony. I watch all this stuff coming out about Cuba and what, and what they're fighting for. I'm just like, well, in a few short steps, we'll be right there with them. Well, when, when you see that the United States government is not even hiding anymore. For I, you. No, not even They're close. not even hiding. For, for a long time now, I've been saying the three legs are collusion between the government, big tech, and, and the mainstream media. What they have alleged Trump and the Republicans of doing in Fox News is really what they've been doing, right? I mean, the electioneering has taken the has electioneering has has taken place in a variety of different formats. Most importantly, one of the things we saw in 2016 was we saw the collusion of big tech at that point with the mainstream media and and uh, the government covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. We saw that when WikiLeaks emails came out, we saw emails about the mainstream media working with the Department of State at that point, working with the Obama administration to lie to the American people covering up her crimes and to lie to the American people pushing a Russian collusion hoax right now, a Russian collusion hoax. Right now, what we see, they are bragging at the podium in a White House press conference about a plan that involves the, the White House, our United States government, colluding with big tech. And yesterday, the, the, it came in the form of saying, yeah, we are controlling, we are flagging and taking down Facebook posts that we consider misinformation. That's no-co. That's North Korea-level activity of a government-controlling speech. And then today, it gets even worse. And it's all under the guise of your public health, right? Uh, Joe Biden coming out and saying Facebook is literally killing people by allowing misinformation. No, there, no, what they're, what the Biden administration and what the U.S. government and the killers in the CDC and the NIH are worried about is any Americans understanding the truth. If what the CDC and the NIH and the U.S. government was putting out there about coronavirus, about the where it came from, about the efficacy of therapeutics, about the efficacy of these jabs, they would need to be suppressing anybody's speech. The reality is they are the ones who have killed people. Fauci literally killed Americans by denying therapeutics and cures out there so that they could then keep you locked inside your home, kill jobs, kill businesses, and then jab you with a poison, Right. So then today, Jen Psaki comes out and says, now, if you've been banned on one platform, you need to be banned on all of them. Let that sink in in a moment. Think about that. We better be getting on some platforms that aren't tied to big, to, to, to big tech of any kind, because let me tell you, the people out there that saying that that can't happen... All they got to do, somebody said to me today on Twitter, how come you're not on Getter? Because it's a crap sandwich of technology, okay? It's It's, still big tech. It's still big tech. It's on Amazon servers. Who do you think took down Parler? And don't sit here and tell me today that this can't happen for them to get anybody that they want banned and deplatformed. That basically what they're saying is you as an American citizen are only going to be allowed to speak words that are in line with what the dictators in D.C. tell you you're allowed to say. Tell me we're not NOCO. Tell me we're not already at North Korea. Already there. We're already there. And they can make it happen by taking down, by going to Jeff Bezos of Amazon and taking down any, any uh, site that is using their servers. They can go to Cloudflare. Any, anybody out there, anybody who's got a site out there claiming that they're, they're, they own the infrastructure, but they're using Cloudflare. 
which is a big tech cloud service. Same thing. If you've got a social media, if there's a social media site out there that's dependent on Google for their for their Internet service, it's big tech. Do your research on parent companies. It'll really open your eyes. Right. And so this can this can absolutely happen. And to see that we've got Democrat and the Democrats out there who think this is a good idea. Man, you are you have doubled down on stupidity. Because this is Cuba. And again, I'll say, Andrea, where are the Republicans in speaking out against this? Well, I'm glad you asked because none other than um, this recent facelift and facial injections. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I can't remember her name right now. Let me Google it up because I'm. Uh, she's the one that I used to like, um, Senator Marsha Blackburn. Oh, I admit she looks better now. She's had a little work done. She tweets out today. Oh, look at what the look at what the Democrats are doing. Biden is trying to and and Jen Psaki some weak need comment about them trying to censor speech. And you're going to do what about it? That's exactly what I tweeted out. And I said, what you know what? And what are you going to do about it? I said absolutely nothing because when you Republicans had an opportunity. To get rid of their protections under under 230, you, you, not only did they not do it, but they told Trump that they are not going to sign the COVID relief bill that, quite frankly, didn't provide anybody relief uh, it, it, who was within the United States. It all went to Africa and uh, Palestine, et cetera. But I, I think 9% went to Americans. The, the Republican Party refused to sign the COVID relief bill until the protections for big tech came out. So what were we talking about last night? And our most important, our most important ability to exercise our First Amendment rights is at the ballot box. And now that's being taken away, too. And that's been taken away. So Alex Berenson, who was taken down off of Twitter, I can't I'm not sure if it's for 12 hours or 24. It doesn't matter. He's been taken down. Uh, He tweeted out uh, 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 facetiously earlier when it came. He's so brilliant. That's why they took him down. Um, he said something. Let me get to this. Uh. <laughs> and Andrea, if everything yeah. they're saying is true, then what are they worried about? Right. He says, why? Why were they suppressing free speech? No, not a war. I mean, you'd think a war, right? But no, he says they were trying to make everyone take an experimental vaccine for an illness that 997 out of 1,000 people survive. See, they know that they don't have science on their side. They're scared to death to let you think for yourself because it does not add up. We've got now Vegas pushing out that you got to wear a mask. We've got we've got L.A. County now mandating masks for people who supposedly have been vaccinated after Fauci just recently said you don't need to wear a mask if you've been vaccinated. And his own emails were revealed recently that really nobody ever needed to wear a mask and masks don't work. If you are still under the under the mindset that any of this has anything to do with science except for control over you, communism, you are insane. In fact, I'm angry at you if you're still buying any of this crap, which is being pushed out by some local so-called conservatives here in San Diego. We are the only conservative radio station in San Diego. That's it, period. Period. Everybody else is pushing these jabs as actual vaccines. Everybody else is pushing the lie out there that we've got a that the pandemic continues and it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I actually heard that. I've heard it several times. It's yeah. disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Knock that crap off. You know exactly who you are from three to six p.m. every day. It's crap. You're part of the problem out there. And it's gene therapy. Let's be clear. Yeah. And the uh, but let me tell you. The only people right now suffering from from getting these jabs are people who got the jabs. We know that for sure. 
This makes me incredibly angry that we are at this point. We don't need to be here. We never needed to be here. We needed conservatives and Republicans at at all stripes, at all levels of our government, state and local and national, as well as at the party level to be pushing out day one saying no. And I'll tell you something else. I had to turn off Newsmax today. Because I'm seeing these, quote, conservatives that love to talk about how brilliant they are about mask efficacy here and and shots here and there. We should have never allowed ourselves to ever get into a debate about sizes of particles getting through masks, about whether or not the jabs even work. None of that is, it is the point. That's not the issue. None of that is the issue. If you think a mask is going to work, wear a mask. If you think the jab is going to work, get jabbed. The issue is has been and will always be about freedom. And anytime we allow ourselves to be struck into uh, to be sucked into a debate on the merits of a mask or on whether or not these jabs actually, you know, are, are who's getting who's getting now getting case count it, then we've we, we've lost the argument because we have validated that there can ever be a point in which they've got the right to mandate a jab on us or mandate something on our bodies in the form of a of a face diaper. I'm past the point of a break. Got to take a break and bring in um, Bob Walters because the person at a microphone in Virginia today saying, let anybody who doesn't follow CRT, which is Marxism, die. That was a school board member. So we got to keep the pressure on the school boards and what's going on. Bob Walters will be here. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is Friday. Y'all know what that means. That means it's time for my buddy Bob Walters. And lately he's been bringing us either good news or laughs because it's so insane in the school. So maybe he's going to take me from being too so angry at the open of the show with this suppression of speech uh, that he's actually might might even get a giggle out of me. Hello, my dear. Hello. Hi. Good to be, good to be here with you. All right. <laughs> well, good. glad to have you as always. So what you got for me this week? Well, I got some good news. Mm. The um, Arizona Governor Ducey signed a law this week which bans CRT in schools or any government agency. That's good. Yes. That means now that we've got nine states that have banned CRT in all its forms and application. And that's Arizona, Texas, Tennessee, Florida, Arkansas, Oklahoma, New Hampshire, Iowa, and Idaho. Only 41 states left to go. (laughs) (laughs) Just 41. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? I'll take that. Progress, right? We're making progress. Little as it is, but it is moving in in hopefully in the right direction and keeps going. Um, So far as um, moms pulling their kids out of school, there's another one that's getting ready to do it in Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh schools uh, over the racial, uh, critical race theory being taught. And she said, I've had enough of it. She went to meetings and got nowhere. She said, I'm just going to pull my kids out of public school in Pittsburgh. And then you got officials at Salinas Union High School up north, mm-hmm. high school district, have repeatedly denied that their ethnic studies program have anything to do with CRT. And yet, Kali Fontanella, 
resigned as a teacher saying, I am a minority vote, not because I'm black, but because I believe that allowing the CRT and BLM indoctrination in our classrooms is unbalanced mm-hmm. and will only do more harm than good. She concluded by saying the district should refocus on making sure our kids are reading at grade level rather than leftist indoctrination. She's right on with that point. And she's a black black woman school teacher, resigned. Absolutely. Um, I'm sure they consider her a white supremacist, though. (laughs) Yeah, an Oreo cookie. Yeah. Uh, Terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. College crazies, uh, I got Kylie McLaughlin, a Christian conservative volleyball player, recently sued University of Oklahoma, right? In the strong red state, right? You would think, because of woke harassment by her coaches that ultimately forced her to transfer. She was called racist and other otherwise bullied, harassed, and discriminated against, then kicked off the team. The team had begun to discuss white privilege and social justice. Then they showed a movie that portrayed mass incarceration of blacks. She did not regurgitate the approved opinions, and that led to the trouble. This is a deep red state, so you wonder, where, where are you safe to stop this practice and harassment against white people or anybody who doesn't agree with CRT? Amazing. Look, we have very few patriots uh, speaking up. I mean, I think that really, what state was that again? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, I, I honestly, I think the only s- state where you're really safe from CRT is Florida. Yeah, that's that could be. They've they yeah. done the most extreme. They, yeah, DeSantis has absolutely done the most. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got a New York principal of high school. <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> high school of law and public service in Washington Heights. That's in New York. Is under investigation for trying to divide employees by race and conspired with other teachers to get white faculty members fired off the staff. 83% of her staff no longer feels she has the ability to lead the school on her $164,000 a year salary. This Paula Weave, the Dominican woman, has urged all her staff to read White Fragility. The school is now trying to decide what her fate should be for conspiring deliberately to have all white teachers fired from the campus. What, what, what is there to think about? What, what, what are they trying to figure out here? Gee, you know, we got to ponder what? I mean, if, the, if we had anybody in her position ma- and, and making 164 k a year, by the way, pa- paid for by taxpayers who was literally discriminating against black people, what would happen? What would be that person's fate? They'd, they'd give it no, not a second thought. It would be done instantly. Yeah. It shows you the heart and, and mind is a lot of these school board people. Huh. It's really sad. Yeah. Where, and, and where is the, again, where is the Republican Party? I have not heard anybody talking about, including, you know what, I need to invite my favorite congressman, Andy Biggs, back on because he's been he's been a big force about election integrity as well as anti-CRT and anti-masking stuff. But I really haven't I really haven't pressed him on, on uh, why nobody in the Republican Party has done anything to put forward the notion that we literally have a war on white people in this country right now. Yeah, that, you really do. That's where it's, the systemic like racism is. Calling us racist, they are the biggest racist in our history. They are actually implementing systemic racism in this country. I know. They're actually like, they're actually discriminating and getting away with it. <laughs> You're right. Uh, it's sad. 
Another item at Baltimore City Schools report that 41% of their students earned an average GPA of only 1% um, out of, you know, out of five. And what is even more shocking is this school district has outspent all other districts in the state by 97%. Well, Giovanni Patterson, city council president, said this is sad and disturbing that almost half of our students are failing. Yet the school CEO announced that students will not be held back for failing classes. They will be passed whether they got a, a failing grade or a, a successful grade. <laughs> Two years ago, by the way, this percentage was just 24% that were below a, a D minus average. So it's getting worse. It is getting yeah. worse. Uh, you know, Larry Elder, I don't know if you heard, but Larry Elder um, has has thrown his hat in the rain to run for governor. And I saw an interview with him today and mem- memo to me. I need to, to shoot an email out to invite him on the show. But he was on, I think, with Eric Bowling on Newsmax. And, you know, in addition to him being right on policies and being conservative, I mean, clearly the man has just incredible communication skills. Um, but I didn't realize he went to Crenshaw High School. And um, I think that's uh, Southeast L.A., right? And, and he threw out a stat that something like only 7% of graduates out of Crenshaw can do basic math in yeah. the state of California. And, that mean, and that's your black kids. Mainly. They are mainly black kids. They're mainly school. black kids. So, while, so the, it, 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 the entire, our entire education system has been taken over. They don't give a crap about teaching your kids how to read or write or, or equip them to have any kind of even the most basic ability to go out and, and exist in life. All they care about is telling black kids that they're victims uh, of white kids and telling white kids that they're evil because they're white. That's it. That's all that's being taught in school. I mean, besides pornographic crap like, you know, how to, you know, masturbate and, you know, how to be a drag queen and how to take take drugs and change your gender. I mean, other than that, what are kids being taught today? I know. It's really pathetic because it, and art and music, all of these other classes also have really declined. It's not just math and, and reading. It's just all of the general great education classes to give kids a wide perspective of the world are disappearing. Yeah, and then, right, and, you know, you've been working on school choice initiatives, and what they're going to end up doing, what I'm concerned about, is that it's going to end up being, yeah, you can choose to go where you want to go, but uh, we need school choice, but we also need to take back and and get control of our curriculums, because otherwise, you know, there's not even going to be a lot of good choices left. Uh, Right? There is a provision in this initiative, uh, you know, it hasn't been approved yet, but they have a provision in there that the state cannot dictate curriculum in any private or church school in the state of California. Bingo. Not public, but the other schools, they're forbidden to do it. That's part of the the law if it gets passed. That's what we need. That's excellent to hear. Okay, you got more for me? Yeah. Uh, Two outraged mothers have slammed a private school called Columbus Academy for teaching critical race theory. Their, and for their outspoken comments, the two kids were expelled from this $30,000 a year <gasps> private. Sad to see how this trending is, even in private schools, and the way they react. <laughs> it's just like... You're spending, I, I, you're, let, let me make sure I understand. Excuse me for interrupting. These two moms are spending 30 k a year in these private schools, and they're not allowed to say anything about the curriculum? Yeah, apparently not, especially when it's race theory. Did they get a refund? <laughs> that I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they did, but it's, it's just sad to see 
that even the private schools are dipping into this morass of hatred and, and racial intolerance. Well, it's it's because so these these teachers are coming out of you know the it, it all it was kind of top down how this ended up happening. The left took over our colleges and universities, right? So then they churned out uh, these teachers from these colleges and universities, who then went into K through twelve institutions and joined unions, and now they have turned uh, K twelve into uh, in, in, and these same teachers are, are many of them are in private schools as well. And it's, well, it's, I've got a book I'm reading right now, which I'll report on next week. There is a, a real uh, survey that's been done that shows that most teachers uh, who come out of college are the lowest end of their classes, and they weren't the brightest. <laughs> So, like, so we're getting the we're getting the dumbest of the we're getting the John McCain's right. John McCain was like the the bottom of his law school right. We're getting the John McCain's of the teachers. We're getting the John McCain's of graduates. <laughs> I know. Like <laughs> is it any wonder? Is it any wonder they don't want grades? They don't. They don't want kids to have to take an SAT. They're cool with kids coming out of Crenshaw. They can't add two plus two because they can't themselves. They can't grade a test. They're not that bright. <laughs> if, the, if the teacher's too dumb to be able to grade the test, they don't want grades, right? All right, we're going to take a break. Then we're okay. going to come back more with Bob Walters. And then later on, we got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Coming up a little bit later, um, are drag shows coming to an airline near you soon? Stay tuned for that little tidbit. That's going to be a part of our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week segment. But we continue with a favorite hero of mine who every week brings us a whole lot of stink coming out of the schools, which often makes us laugh, and that's not a bad thing. All right, so back to you, Bob Walters. What else you got? Not just to focus on the schools, but but the environment that kids are finding themselves in the summer. A summer camp in Virginia is partnering with the abortion giant Planned Parenthood to teach girls as young as 12 that it's normal to watch pornography <gasps> and to masturbate. Wow. <laughs> a yeah, a think training about video shows naked kids close-ups with the genitalia and discussion on pregnancies and how to eliminate them. It's just... It's pornography? Just, it's por- school, yeah. It's pornography. It's sexualizing children. No adult needs to be out. And quite frankly, parents don't even need to be educating their children on uh, reproduction using pornographic images. I think that's I think that's this is child abuse. The whole goal, the reason why Planned Parenthood is doing this is because they 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 want to groom kids. They want them to be sexually active because basically what they're doing is they're looking for customers. Yeah, they want more abortions. Exactly. This is disgusting. Then you got six and seven year old kids in Greenwich, Connecticut schools are shown at their summer camp a video of a naked man with an erection standing next to a young girl. This is part of a program to teach youngsters how to deal with various kinds of fear. (laughs) Not the same summer camp that we went to, obviously, but can you imagine the kind of training they're doing for kids to teach them how to (laughs) 
how not to have fear about seeing a naked man with an erection standing next to a young girl? That is because they're grooming children for pedophilia. This is why Kirstie Alley was absolutely right that everything that they've been trying to do to, in, involving the normalizing the drag queen story hour, this these graphic pornographic uh, LBGTQ and sex education stuff is ultimately about grooming children to justify and normalize pedophilia. That's yeah. what this is about. And that's why that that woman was right. Angel, she looked to me like uh, um, she was um, part Hispanic, part I, I'm not sure what else. Beautiful gal uh, went viral on her video at We Spa up in L.A. because there was a grown man who said that he was a woman identified as a woman walking around naked in, in a in a locker room around kids. Yeah. And he has still not been. And that 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 recent up until recently was a crime and it still should be a crime. It's just totally out of control. It really is. It is out of control. And ultimately, we, we it should be clear to everybody out there that the Democrats hate ch- don't care about children. Not only do they not care about children, I mean, they must hate children because they're willing to destroy them for power, whether it's trafficking them across the border, whether it's subjugating them to sex at, uh, to with adults, or whether it's permanently mutilating and destroying their bodies with puberty blockers. Uh, you know, they are, they are the favorite tool right now the democrats to destroy this country the communist democrats exactly absolutely right an ethnic studies teacher carol reed in a santa Ana school district has plastered a room with photos of karl marx malcolm x and anti-capitalist club slogans and other leftist radicals she freely admits that the learning critical race theory is the best thing for students even if it's not identified as such when the local newspaper asked her about her room decorations, the school administrator administrator said, no comment and do not talk to this teacher. Wow. So it's, that's Santa Ana schools. That's right up the road. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I got one closer than that for you. Oh, oh good. <laughs> Teachers, staff, and parents of students at Gompers Preparatory School, which is a charter in San Diego, said they fear the return of a labor union after 16 years of enjoying education without one. Gompers was a poorly performing school in the 1990s and was slated to close, but parents rose up and rallied with community leaders to make it a charter school in 2005 for grades 6 to 12. They made the transition from the worst school to the best school in San Diego County. 87% Hispanic, 8% black, 4% Asian. The surrounding neighborhood is filled with gangs and dangerous for students to walk to school. So the school administrators, Dolores Garcia, among others, uh, she fears reunionization because it'll lower the standards. But the, the administrators of the school even went out of their way to put uniforms on the kids and talk to the gangs so that if the students were seen wearing school uniforms, they would not harass them. They wouldn't mistake them as part of another gang. But it just... <laughs> What you got is of the 26 teachers in that charter school system, six of them decided to go union. And their fear is 
that there'll be an effort made to get the other teachers also in the union, and then the unions will control the school. Right, because this is what Democrats do, right? Oh, there's something that's working well, successfully, without government interference. It's like Uber, right? Oh, we've got this very successful business idea that's taken off, and um, people are able to use their private cars, and people are able to make money uh, independently, and um, uh, and 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 customers are enjoying it. Um, Gee, how can how can how can we get in on that? How can government get involved here and begin to regulate it and get some money out of it? And in the meantime, what do they end up doing? They end up ruining it. Now it costs twice as much to Uber, right? Uh, And you know, as they as they pretend that they're coming to help you, right? And they take over and destroy because anything that that the Democrats and anything that big government gets involved in ends up getting destroyed. They're sitting around and looking. Gee, where is there some school that's not under our thumb that's doing well? We must get involved in it. Therefore, we can destroy it. Now yeah, I'm. Fact, they don't. Diego County and not Union was a threat to their way of seeing the world. Absolutely, because and 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 I'm not even being facetious when I say that. What can we destroy? Because they have to literally manufacture problems in order to maintain their power. Yeah, they have to. There's a new book by Joy Pullman, "The Education Invasion." It's called. Is convinced that the failure of Common Core is actually. To actually help the kids, which it failed to do, has led to CRT and other efforts. She thinks we are now dealing with Common Core Part Two. Mm-hmm. At the heart of Common Core is about who controls education. I hadn't thought about that, so it might be worth reading. I haven't read it myself. Education Invasion. By, um. uh, uh, I'll let you read it and tell me if you think it's something that I should read. You said you, you said earlier you were in the in the process of reading something and you're going to report on it next week. Yeah, it's a, it's a great book put out by Thomas Sowell, who's a, a black writer of some. Oh, love him. And it's called the Inside American Education: the, the Decline, the Deception, and the Dogmas. Three hundred pages long. I'm halfway through it, but. I'll finish it, and I'll have you report on it next week. Well, sounds good. Uh, wrap us up by telling us where they can go to, to get that petition for school choice. Yes, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. You should make contact so that you can get on their list, and then when the petition comes out in September, you'll get a copy of it mailed to you. It's it's 14 inches long, so they can't fax it. they got to mail it to an address. Okay. But uh, we're gearing up to do that, and I invite people to reach in. You can volunteer for other work as well, but at least put your name in to get the copy of the petition as soon as it comes out. Sounds good. And, um, you got We the Kids. Mm-hmm. US, we the Kids. US, and that's uh, again an after-school program to help parents teach the kids to be proud of America and to learn more about their history and uh, the dynamics of the country. So that's uh, We the Kids. US. Sounds good. Bob Walters, thank you for all you do. I appreciate you. Appreciate thank you for all you do. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Have a good one, my dear. It's been a long week. I can hardly articulate tonight. I sound like I'm drunk and I haven't had a drop. <laughs> anyway, uh, we will be back. More Andrew K. Show on its way. Here of the Week and Stink of the Week. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. A drag show coming near you next time you're on a flight. Have you ever flown JetBlue, Taterskins? 
No, I know of them, but I've never flown them personally. Yeah, um, I would never fly on JetBlue after this was the airline that kept people waiting on a plane on a tarmac for eight hours or something with no ability to use a toilet or, or and no drinking water. I would never fly that. I won't fly on JetBlue if they are the last airline that ever that ever you know is left. Um, their latest uh, 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 insult to customers is they support cross-dressing flight attendants. So you will now have men, and they've got a picture of a man. <laughs> I saw it when I printed it out for you. <laughs> it's like, what? You are, you are mentally ill when you were this man and you put this scarf around your neck and a dress. I'm not going to feel sorry that I'm laughing at you. This is ridiculous. And you know what? This is, the, and, and you know what? I, this represents what? Less than half of 1% of our population. And yet you are going to offend the vast majority of us. The vast majority of us are supposed to be okay with this hairy dude with a scarf uh, uh, around his neck and a dress. No, no, I don't have to. I don't have to want to see this. This is the kind of thing that what we used to see on Halloween, okay? Save this for Halloween. And in fact, my nephew one time had a school teacher or one of his one of his male school teachers dressed up as a woman one year and my nephew burst into tears. He was horrified by it. Because you know what? It is scary. It is scary to kids. It's confusing. Cuz you know what? It's 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 not normal. I think if you if you want to if you want to dress like that, okay. As an as a business owner, they've got the right to hire anybody that they want. I'm not here to tell them they shouldn't. I'm not here to tell any dude he shouldn't wear a dress. But I'm here to tell you that I don't have to think it's okay. I don't have to want to patronize a company that does this. No business should be forced to hire anybody that wants to do this. This should not be forced on us. Anyway, and good news though. Thanks to DJ Taterskins for bringing me this. Yeah, little, I just saw that. That was this pretty, little, good, yeah. pretty good stuff. This dude is a nominee. Okay, so JetBlue is a nominee uh, for Stink of the Week. Okay, um, this federal judge in Texas is a nominee for Hero of the Week. He's blocked new applications to DACA, um, which was called the Dreamer Act, which is basically um, allowing people that are in this country illegally to stay. And these uh, th- supposedly this was for you know. Um, Kids that had been brought here against their will, even though these DACA uh, benefits were given to people in their 20s, 30s, right? It's like, hey, you're, you're in your 20s and you were brought here as a kid. Go back to your country. You've been here. You've, you've taken advantage of our country long enough. How about you go back to your country of origin and make it better there, right? Somebody brought up a good um, and hat tip to him. He said that uh, this program was illegal and it is. In particular, we know, uh, to refresh your guys' memory, Obama said 29 times in the campaign trail that he could not do DACA, that it was illegal for him to do DACA via executive order, that immigration laws were supposed to be done through the legislative branch. So you know what? This is illegal. And, and what makes it even worse is that at one point, when Trump tried to end it with executive order, they said Trump did not have the right to end via executive order what Obama did via executive order. So hat tip to this judge for saying, you know what, this is illegal and I'm not taking any more applications. Good news. Very good news there. Do you have a nominee for Hero or Stink of the Week? Hero of the Week, I'm actually going to say the people that are rising up and trying to get their independence in Cuba. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what we need to be doing here. 
We we have and we're watching real patriots. We're watching we're watching people in Cuba in real time what our founders were about back when this country was founded. And what we're seeing in our country now is we're seeing Che Guevara's everywhere. We're seeing communist pushing bragging that they're happy bragging idolizing and and wanting us to worship cop killers what is that 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 is revolutionary type of activity and as you and i were talking about they're not even hiding it anymore they're not even hiding it complete oppression suppression of speech destroying minds wanting to destroy this country and yeah, so those are definitely uh, uh, nominees for Hero of the Week. My nominee for Stink of the Week is also another nominee, is a former chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff under Trump, Milley, who has, has falsely accusing Trump of wanting to launch a coup attempt. And by the way, let me tell you, presidents don't launch coup attempts. It's military that launch coup attempts to remove. A president doesn't launch a coup attempt against himself, you moron. But where were you when there were multiple coup attempts that happened? Trump's entire presidency was one big coup attempt. There was a coup attempt that was launched the second he came down the down the escalators. Yeah, it was one long coup attempt. They're actually continuing a coup attempt in the form of trying to prevent him from running for office again. He was impeached twice and falsely so. Where was where was Milley? Where was the military then? Right. So he's definitely a contender for stink of the week. My nominee for Stink of the Week is actually the White House for trying to say, you know what, we're not going to let that disinformation get out there, and uh, we need to get the big tech m- making sure that you're in your place. Yeah, another, um, I, I don't know, hero's kind of an overused word, but I got I to gotta think about Larry Elder in the context of somebody. 100%, 100%. Right? Because this is a guy that doesn't need to be running for office. He doesn't need to be working. I mean, Larry's in his 60s, even though he doesn't look it, right? He looks great for his. He's, he's still got that youthful kind of, I don't want to say baby face, but he's got that that baby kind of face. Um, dude's in his 60s. He's got a successful radio show, right? He could coast. He had that great successful movie, Uncle Tom. He doesn't need to be putting himself through the rigors of running for but office. He's standing he's, up. But he's standing up. He's fighting for the state. He's trying to say he's trying to save the state, which is literally going over a cliff. There's more people leaving the state than coming in so much so to where now they're thinking about trying to tax people on the way out how you can leave. But they're still going to come into your pocketbook. So I've got to include. I always say when I speak at at Republican events, I always say that, you know, um, a hat tip to anybody who runs for office because it's grueling. Uh, If you've got any kind of chance and any kind of profile, they're going to come after you and try to destroy you. And he definitely has a chance. He definitely has a chance. He definitely has a profile. So they're going to be coming for him. They're going to be digging into every aspect of his life, trying to destroy him. And I think we need to support him. And the and not just because he's on Salem Media. No, he's he's a true patriot. Absolutely is. All right, we will see you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. Don't wear a mask. Love you all. Peace out. See you Monday.